With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy birthday, Jay. Thank you, Stephen. It's nice to get one in person other than the half-hearted one I got via a WhatsApp group after I'd seen you today. I was walking around too busy walking around with your bat. And to be fair, I did avoid you slightly. I saw you before. <laughs> He's got his bat out again. No. So I did sort of... I haven't broke anything for months. That worries me, though. I used to like it when you used to frequently break things because I think he's letting off steam. He's all right. And then when you don't do anything for months, I worry. I'm Seriously. All right. I'm all right. Yeah, you look all right. all right anyway. Thanks. So happy birthday. Thank you. I couldn't put you... See, I had to text you in a WhatsApp group because the image I used might have got me cancelled. Yeah, it would have. It was a good image. I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my favourites. But yeah, probably best we don't use that one. Can cancelability, scale of one to ten. I think that's a nine. It's a nine. I it? think that's outrage. That is proper... I can't believe you've done that sort of tackle. Funny though. Yeah, it is funny though. I'll show you. Andy. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, how are you, Andy? You all right? I'm all right. Many yeah. happy returns. Thank you. Have you sorted out your parking? Sorted it out. Yeah. To be parking in. in town is a nine. That, yeah, let's keep that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, good From nine and a half, yeah, I'd that's say. A, yeah, that's, we're not working again ever. Nope. Um, thanks for all the birthday wishes as well, everyone in the chat. Loads of people saying that. Much the appreciated. The big 21. Yeah. I believe it comes around, around so quick, doesn't it? Yeah, you're 19 now, because you identified as 18 last year, because you just started going uni, I think. <laughs> I think I'd get arrested if I started identifying myself as, as a teenager. You can be anything you want now. You can be anything you want. Identify as anything you want now. Uh, well, man, is this man talking to me on the internet? He says he's 18. I've just seen him on Stratford Paddock. He's 46. I'm, uh, I'm translender, so don't call me fat. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, don't miss... Um, I've got one for you. Uh, what? Name the film. Name the film? Yeah. Matrix. No, right. See if anyone can... See if you can get it. Name the That's film. That's Matrix, isn't it? No, name Ew. the film. So you get your whatever Not plugged okay. in. Right. See if anyone else can get it. Hang on a minute. I haven't got a camera on me. On me have a... oh, no one's, no one's going to be able to see this. Can you see it? Oh, you hold it, yeah. <laughs> can you see it? Can you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, get in the comments. I have, name no, the I, I have no idea hey, where this is going. You're going to hear a sting. That's Prad. With you. See if anyone gets it. Someone from the 80s. No. Somewhat old though, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not. Jaws Miss Goss has got it. It's Pulp Fiction. 
Ah. See, that's the one of the memes when he's talking to Bruce Willis. You see that's... the back of his head. He's got a plaster on the back of his head. That's one of the only NFTs that I've heard of that actually sounds interesting. What's that? that so is, you've lost me now completely. Yeah, NFTs are some. I'm going to be honest. Smells like a bit like money laundering. If I'm going to be honest with you, sounds a bit like a one of them. Um, however, Quentin Tarantino's NFT'd stills from a couple of his films. Yeah. And said, "Look, these need to go for big money. If they go for whatever I've reserved them as, yeah. Um, whoever owns that NFT, I don't know the exact date, but let's say it's Fourth of July for a bit of a giggle. Yeah. If you're the owner of the NFT on the Fourth of July, it entitles you to go for a burger with him and watch Pulp Fiction. Really? Now that." Now that's a good idea. Do you know what, right? It's it's sort of become hip to hate on Tarantino. You know, like, like there's this thing now where people go, oh, Tarantino's actually, he's not actually a very good filmmaker. No one talks like that in Tarantino films in real life. That's the point. Do you know what I mean? A lot of what happens in Tarantino films don't happen in real life. Wait till they watch Sin City. Yeah, yeah. Even when he does something, like, based slightly on reality, like Inglorious Bastards, that's not how the war ended. Do you know what I mean? He always puts a spin on it. So I, it sort Miss of gets me when people start trying to get a little bit deep. Can I just say, say, Brad Pitt's character, trying to be Italian in that film, is fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's beautifully, it's it's brilliant shit. It's someone acting shit brilliantly. It is. I like Brad Pitt. Do you know, I met Tarantino once. No, you didn't. In Seoul. No, I did, well, yeah, in Seoul. He signed a... He, I, I thought sent, you were going to say in Salford no, then. No, in Seoul. I was like, no, what? In Seoul. Yeah, he, he was in Weast. Opening the uh, Weast Film was Festival. It, was it Greg's in the precinct? Yeah, he he's was. always he flies over from LA to get the pasties from uh, Morrison's. Stand you can't get a good pasty in LA. No, so no. He, he's, Morrison's Eccles is where he likes to come for his mm. dinner yeah. um, on his lunch break. Salt the earth. It's a good lad. No, but I met him and he signed a bakery bag. He was just uh, random. Got Actually, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, it's this is when I was. So what did you I do at bakery I was, bag? I was a, I wasn't in a good way. And uh, <laughs> what did you do? Which bakery? It was just like he went. I went. Oh my God! Can I have your autograph? And he went. I'm walking, man. Get a, get me something to sign. And I'll sign it. But I'm walking. So that's a terrible accent. I know. So <laughs> I'm running like this near his bag. Yeah, he's an Australian. Tarantino. <laughs> I ran into this nearest shop, seeing like you know brown paper bags or whatever. Just grab one. Was it Amson's Bakery? Right. Yeah, Is it, it was like some Soho one. No, it was probably it's like know. the fucking knockoff yeah. Greg's. Yeah, uh, it might have been. No, I just one. grabbed it and I just. had one for a minute. 20 meters from my Greg's as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Talk about shooting yourself in the fucking foot. <laughs> Should I go and get one of these substandard sausage rolls? Or get the real one? Right there. <laughs> That's like coming to America. They're working out that McDonald's, but it's not McDonald's with the big mitt. McDowell's? <laughs> McDowell's, that's it. McDowell's. Do I think someone's made a McDowell's in America? Oh, really? Yeah, I think mm. so. As a, as a parody. Like a homage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're on to a winner if you're taking on Greg's. Eh? We're staying here. They can move. Have you seen like the Greg's splat map of Manchester? <laughs> No. What, Have what? you seen the one of Newcastle? Yeah, New- I think there's more in Manchester, uh, you know. Well, someone was saying, why would you live in Newcastle? And then there was like, I don't know, some yeah, area. And there was about 10, yeah. like, all really? the walking distance. Yeah, but wasn't area. there one on Deansgate and then one on the other side of Barton Arcade, which essentially is on Deansgate? Mm. Really? Yeah. If you had to live off one fast food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Like one outlet? Chain? Yeah. That's a tough one. I know, man. Because Greg's is a good shout because there is a good variety. A, yeah, yeah, they've got you sandwiches, you've got, yeah, yeah. you got bacon you could, butties and all that. You're not really good for evening meals there, but you could you do could two survive. meals a day. Yeah. Couldn't you could yeah. survive. You could. And, and you've got pudding as well. Yeah, yeah you have got pudding. They've got drinks. Bit of, bit of a game. They've got sweets. It's yeah. Greg's. Yeah. You think it's Greg's? It's Greg's. 
I think Gregsy's because there's no way you're living on KFC for the rest of your life. No, you're not, not having KFC. Honestly, you're oh not having burgers. Maybe McDonald's. Maybe. I think I do but feel I you get to kid ourselves. You get to the one of them water fucking widges and walk in McDonald's and ask for a salad. Get out. No. <laughs> yes, I know we sell them, but get a fuck. It's like when they say, come to, like, they try and paint themselves as the new coffee shop, don't they? Like, come back, yeah. let's have a, have, have a line. You mean the McCafe? Yeah, you're not doing that, are you? I mean, if you're on your way to the building site, yeah, you might pick up a you know a brew from McDonald's if it's. On, mm. on the way. Or if you well, want like a long drive yeah. or something. Like yeah. recreating bloody They're good for that. Friends. Mm. Mackies are good for that. Yeah. But I, th I think, I don't know, I feel like Greg's is the one, isn't it? Because If you could only tainted. go to a, yeah. Not tainted, but it's too sort of similar. But Pizza would be rough, wouldn't it? Mm. Pizza up morning, noon, and night would be pretty rough. Yeah, that's, that's a struggle. Yeah. You like, day you one, like sensational. Stone. Day yeah. two, <laughs> all right. Day three. <laughs> Fucking bought a pizza now, I think. Nine meals in. <laughs> so, yeah, I reckon... I, uh, yeah, I can't even, like... If I have, like, say I have a McDonald's on, like, I say, a Wednesday or whatever, I won't, I won't want another one that week. I'm not a big, like... I see, I could. Know, I could, but I couldn't... Could you? Mm. I'm not, like... I haven't had one of the breakfast in a loop. Have you not? See, I don't like hash browns, man. Everyone thinks I'm mad. Everyone's like, my hash browns are the best thing ever, but I'm not into them. They're not the best thing ever, but some places do them proper, and some places mm. make you want to fucking kick Depends, a tablet. Depends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Abhishek in the super chat says, Royale with cheese, hashtag PF, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you got it, bro. That was the one. What's your favourite Tarantino film? Probably somewhat obscure. Let me just have a quick fucking Google of his old fucking what's it. That I was going to say, that I feel like, I, I, feel like I need it. to Google like some of his films. I went no, to the cinema give to me see, a few. I went to the cinema, right, to see Once Upon a Time in America. Not in America. What's it? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I knew about like, you know what it's based on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I knew, like, I, I, I thought I knew how it was going to end. Mm -hmm. So I was worried because I thought, so me and Mrs. went, I thought this is going to be, if he does what I think he's going to do with the ending of this film, it's going to be brutal. Mm. Because the, the true story is obviously completely horrific, but he doesn't. He does a different sort of version, which isn't as remotely nearly as bad as the real life thing. And I've seen loads of people complain about it, how violent it was. And I thought, you actually read up on what happened to Shannon Tate in real life. If he'd have done that, it would have been minging, and he didn't. Um, it might have to be Reservoir Dogs, the original. Oh, that's a shout out. Kill Bill's good as well. Kill Bill. Mm. Volume one or two. I like my violence a bit more gangster-related and old yeah. school. Genre, yeah. Rather than like ninja swords and that. Yeah. No, I think um, the thing with, with Reservoir Dogs, I was 11 or 12 when that came out. That was mm. revolutionary. You didn't make films where it started in the middle and finished at the end and, <laughs> and finished at the beginning, sorry. And then, you know, yeah. you didn't do that. That wasn't a, a thing. And he did it. And in, like with Pulp Fiction. I reckon I, his monthly drugs bill was at the time. Read it in that. I heard he was just on the weed. Really? Yeah. I that was all he was into. He's into weed. <laughs> but like he spent like three years, then he did in like Jackie Brown. He was apparently just stoned all the time from like Pulp Fiction to Jackie Brown. I know he did um, what's the film he did with George Clooney where he acted in it? The vampire one. <sighs> this is gonna do my uh, Dust Till Dawn. He oh, did that, but he didn't direct yeah, yeah. anything for a few years because he was just basically Dust Till Dawn's a mad film though. It is, isn't it? It goes like that, and all of a sudden it's going to, hang on a minute, you think it's this gangster type, you know, fugitive That's the thing with film Tarantino's films. You, you think you know what's coming, and yeah. you don't know what's coming. I like that. I, think, I think, for me, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a return to form, because I didn't like The Hateful Eight. I thought that was one of his worst ones. Uh, get involved in the chat, let us know what you're thi you think, even. And don't start complaining that we're not talking about football, because you know the Talk about what? Know. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Hey, talk about football all the time, man. Mm. Sick of talking about football. I, I'm, I'm at a point where, and I've said this to you off camera, but I'm saying to you on camera and put it on air, I don't want the brew on a Friday to be titled like that. 
Right. I just want it to be called The Brew. You know what's coming, and so do we. So we'll see you all we want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ronaldo Brown, thanks for the birthday message, my friend. Um, have you just seen the Grindhouse films he made? I haven't, what do you make of Hostel? Have you seen that? Because he no. executive produced that. I watched it the other day, just because I was like, I watched this when I was younger, yeah. and I remember it being quite shocking. Yeah. But is it actually a good film? And no, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's beyond awful. I yeah, thought they, like, they literally was like, hey, who's not got a career to ruin? You three. Because <laughs> them lads have not been in anything. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, where is this read? Have you sent it to me? Oh, it's yeah. there. I've just found it. Um, right, hang on a minute. As a professional as ever. Uh, Happy New Year from our friends over at Manscapes. I don't know why I'm looking at you. I'm looking at him. <laughs> um, the ball has officially dropped, but that does not mean that you have to drop the ball on your balls. It's time to bring sexy back in 2022 and step up your game with Manscaped trademarked performance package 4.0 join the 4 million men worldwide which I think is that is, that's all the men in it no that's almost though all the men in the world is 4 million in it good no. chunk how many a bit more, bit more than that right, right a bit more than that it's most of them isn't it I think so. Right. So that's most of the men, basically. It's four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to help them ring in the new year with the right tools for the job. Go to manscapes.com forward slash housing for 20% off and free shipping. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, the link's in the description. And because a six pack is a great New Year's resolution, but how about. Jay, forget to read. Listen. Sex, no. Listen. Go on. Listen. Go on then. We know that you need to go and buy someone a gift because yeah. you're fucking lazy and you're dicking around on YouTube far too much. We all do it, right? Yeah. Not having a go. I'm just being real with you. Yeah? You sit there and you go, why am I watching this about a Nazi mega train, right? When I've got shit to do. Yeah. It's going to be six metres wide, Jay. And two stories. But anyway. Did they build it or just the problem? Let's talk about the dinner. Right, okay. Go on so, with first. We'll so, get back to that Nazi mega See, train this is what happens. You get distracted right. when you're supposed to be buying that fella in your life, whether it's your boyfriend, whether it's an uncle, whether it's your fucking dad, whether it's your granddad. Your granddad definitely needs manscapes. Believe me, right? That shit looks like Santa's fucking beard down there. And he knows what your granddad's yeah. sucker looks like. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen what he looks on in the internet. Save yourself the the bother. Who's going shopping in person nowadays? <laughs> fucking Mate, lunatics, that's, that's who. That's so 2017. People who shout at fucking traffic, that's who's going shopping yeah. in person right now. There's definitely six of them down that road, by the way. So just get yourself online. Go to manscaped.com. Stick in the cold house and 20% off. Free shipping. And get someone the gift of good-looking balls for 2022. Could it work on your head? Since no, I asked about Apparently, you're not meant to do that. Oh, okay. I did it on my upper arms, though. Did you? Mm. Like, they don't recommend you do that. I mean, obviously, you can do it. You can do what you want. But it's not for that, okay. which well, I think is, yeah, another Because they, they, they obviously send us stuff to do the reads with as well. So we, we test it out. No, they don't. They don't send us anything. Right, well, they do. The, those and Christmas presents that I gave out. out, I did not get given them for free. <laughs> okay. Right? I bought them. Jay bought his, but Thank everyone you. else that works here got one. So, yeah, um, in the comments. but they've also <laughs> sent us like the, the 3.0 and stuff like that. So I've upgraded now, swapped it. So the 4.0 oh, oh, does bro. me gooch. Yeah. But I'm using the 3.0 <laughs> on my old Tash and that. <laughs> Happy days. Thanks to manskates.com. 20% off. The free shipping. Us. Go do it. Yes. Go, go get someone that gift and, and then carry on watching YouTube because that shit is dealt with. Yes, it surely, it surely is. <laughs> Before you know it, it's going to be birthdays, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Why don't yeah. Valentine's Day. Father's Day. Father's Day. Why don't you six. just go buy, go buy six? Yeah. And have a fucking stack year. of them yeah. like you, like it was bog roll in March 2020, right? Yes. Go get stacks of them. And when someone go, your mum comes in and goes, oh, you got fucking bloody blah for his birthday. You go, fuck, yeah, yeah. I have. 
Um, Jason McMillan in Super Chat says, can Tarantino come in as a consultant with Ragnick's backroom staff? Why not? No. But we, I mean, how many backroom Can't staff do we have words. anyway? We have about 80, don't we? Mm. What fucking Christmas in there? Well, seriously, what is going on? Our bench is absolutely rammed. I'm not happy until we've got an NFL-style bench. That's what I want. What, right? Remember your audience. When I say your audience, I mean me. I don't know anything. You know full well. I don't know anything about American sports. How many is on an NFL bench? I reckon four million. Four million. Mm. So that's the, the, the Appro- manscape Approximately, yeah. Approximately, yeah. <laughs> Approximately four million. Is it right? Am I right in thinking in the NFL you can change your entire team? For, no, I don't, there's about 50, I think, per team. Cause 50? Are, I think there's there's 11 attackers, 11 really? defenders. Then you have your special teams. There's prob- and, but you also have second strings as well. So there's, there's probably comfortably 50. And that's just the coaches. That's mental. Because obviously they have offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, and then they've all got assistants. And then you'll have your physios, you'll have your strength and conditioning. They must have about 20 people just to strap every fucker's ankles up. Have you seen how long that takes? Yeah. Big, 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 um, big task, that, innit? Joe, the Cowboys have got a guy, and this is not even a joke, this is 100% true. The Cowboys, I think it's the Cowboys, it's one of the teams, if I get it wrong, it might be the Falcons. Someone, one of the head coaches, keeps standing too close to the sideline. Yeah. And like the linesman, which is definitely not what they're called, but essentially the linesman. Essentially the linesman. <laughs> the umpire. Yeah, keeps fucking running into him. Right. So I think he either keeps getting fined or banned or warned or some shit yeah, yeah. for it. So they've hired a guy to pull him back by the hips. That's a hundred percent true that. That's that's his job. Yeah. So he just kind of follows the head coach around and then yeah. he's looking for the umpire or whoever. Yeah. And he's like, oh that's it. Fine. Callum, find it. Let's get clarification here, Callum. I believe you, but let's find out the exact... Someone in the comments. Am I chatting shit or is it true? Right, yeah, get in the comments. You guys know what he's on about. It's the Rams, people saying Zach Cole says the Rams. See, there you go. Um, wow, they say 53 players in the squad. Mm. 53 Not a bad guess then, was it? We're 50? No, that's insane. Um, yeah, everyone's saying it's the LA Rams, so he's just his job is that. He pulls him back. <laughs> but he's on a decent wage as well. No, I bet he's on right. probably like quarter of a million a year. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, right, listen. Did that get guy? That job? This is what I was gonna say. What did that guy do beforehand? Well, I want to see his CV. Bingo. Yeah. What was his? Because anyone let he, us know what's the guy called? Yeah. 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 Have you ever done that previous before? experience. Just sort ever? of like. Is it like a well-known job to do in America? Grabbing, grabbing guys by the hips and just sliding down. Have you ever two pulled, feet out pulled anyone off before? What an interview. Hey. You ever pulled have another you been man off? Men off recently. Obviously, you're hired. Yeah, everyone's saying it's true. Oh. Someone's saying he's the physio who does this joint match. Surely he can't be the physio and do that as well. It's far too much going on. That's there. a bit far much, too much yeah. to juggle. Can't have the yeah, physio because as soon as someone goes down, down physio's like, listen, coach, I'm going to have to go deal with him because he's screaming because his ankles hanging out on the side of his. Are you all right on your own for five minutes? <laughs> um, <laughs> someone says he's the director of the team's nephew. A, job's like, a job like that is pure nepotism. I mean, I don't know if that's oh, true or not. 100%. If that's the case, then yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um, I need a guy. I know someone's saying he's one of the trainers. So yeah, let's find out. We'll get clarified well, exactly who if you're is. If you've gone to fucking college, you end up getting oh, like a what? master's or something like that yeah. in like exercise physiology. You're fucking grafted on internships left, right and centre. And they're like, got a job for you. Who with? LA Rams. Oh, Fuck off, is it? Ooh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Check that out. <laughs> so, Do you reckon when he bumps in it like he's all uni mates and they go... Well, you're up to Eagles. Job with the Rams. Working with the Rams. Doing what? Oh, nice. We didn't, didn't Pulling her coach. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Do 
I'm, I'm part of the important part of the team. I'm on the bench. Yeah, I'm on the bench. No, that's it. What's your answer? I'm on the bench. I'm on the bench. Yeah, I'm part it's of the It's a bit technical, but you know, I'm on the bench. I'm so, one of the all coaches. You know is I'm on the bench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone said something I love. Andrew Cox said, tell your mum I saved your life, world champion. There you go. Nailed it. Do you remember that when you were little? Um, yeah. He used to be a journalist, apparently. Listen, there's now wrong being a journalist and doing something else. Mm. We've all done it. <laughs> doing something else that's all destroyed. <laughs> right, come on then. Oh, fuck off. No, we've got to get to it. I'm sorry, Steve, but I have to ask you, this six metres wide Nazi mega train, what's it all about? Oh, that's sweet. Basically, what they were planning on doing, because they well, thought were you, they were obviously going to... Oh, no matter. It was stupid. They thought they were obviously going to conquer all, the whole world. I don't know if you knew that about it. The Nazis. What I like about that is they said, I think it was Norman MacDonald who said it best, he's like, they said, we're going to have a fight with the world. And it was actually pretty close. It wasn't like the one-sided drumming. They more or less achieved what they set out to do. Yeah, it's only because they fucked it with Russia. If they hadn't fucked it with Russia, they might have done all right. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. You're going to do what? Yeah. And uh, yeah, not far. I don't know how the fuck they managed that, but yeah, they, they did obviously yeah. put up a bit of a fight. Um, but yeah, they, so they planned on having this train, which would obviously link all of the major cities in Germany, but also would link all the way into Moscow. It was going to go to Delhi. They even had plans for it to go all the way to Japan. Um, and it was obviously going to go through Paris and all the rest of that. So basically it was going to fucking be a railroad that like united the whole Third Reich was their game. Right, so... I'm going to ask really stupid questions, but forgive me. So this is like the Channel Tunnel under the sea type tackle and all that as well? No, I didn't think they had a Channel Tunnel. It was obviously just mainland oh, was that Europe. Right, mainland okay. Europe, like right through to... I don't think it actually I, I don't think it actually went into Japan, but it was like all of, basically way out to the coast. All right, okay. Right, um, but basically it was like, there was like, and there was a thing like, this shit's going to take fucking days to get anywhere, to get to the far end. Yeah. And they were looking at it being jet powered. They were looking at it yeah. being like all this sort of shit. But it was, it used train tracks that were twice as wide as regular train tracks. Yeah. So they were going to have to rip up all existing train tracks, right. bang this crazy fucking new one down, and it was a six-meter-wide train with that was double-storied, and, and some of them even had swimming pools in them. Swimming pools, Jay. Swimming pools in a train? Just, it's on Trains YouTube. are Go good in it. Germany. Are they? Oh, yeah, you've been to Germany, haven't you? Yeah. I lived there for about a year. So. Yeah, you've been to Germany was like a bit of an... That's like saying, since, you know, you've been to Manchester. Did Berlin yeah. to Munich, very good journey. <laughs> What was it like living in Germany? Uh, did you learn German? Yeah. Uh, no. Did you, did, you, did you shout louder well played. and point? Yeah. That's what I was doing. I go, bro, you don't need to yeah. learn foreign language. Um, so loud we're supposed to have lessons, but because of the pandemic, they the got uh, that pandemic thing that's going on. Um, it got suspended, and then I was going to try and learn myself, but then because I was you know, in lockdown most of the time, I only spoke to myself, so it was all right. Weren't you just basically in your apartment as well the entire time? Pretty much, yeah, for, for <laughs> about yeah, seven yeah. months. So when you took yeah. this job, right? Well, how did it tell us the sort of I travel the world, so so like I, the fucking man of the earth that I am. <laughs> yes. I started my job in March 2020. What happened then? I was in the office one week and then it was there. working from home. <laughs> and hey. then it got to the point where everyone was talking about this like lockdown thing. So I was like, hmm, I have no health insurance. I have nowhere permanent to live. No. I'm not a registered citizen. What should I do? And they were like, oh, just go back to Manchester. So I was like, great. Packed these four fuck off suitcases together. Went back to Manchester. Dragged it out as long as I could because obviously I was still getting paid. But <laughs> I was back at home. So I, I was probably the only person that did well financially in the first lockdown. And then it was like, yeah, do you remember that job in Berlin? I you think kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Hancock even. True. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the former presenter of They Think It's All Over did well out of the pandemic. Sorry, mate. But <laughs> you might have done. The Toy Story looking clown. 
but yeah, they were basically like, do you remember that job in Berlin? Like, you kind of need to come back. So I went back. A um, few months that were relatively normal. And then there was another lockdown for about four months. So, yeah. Was it the that same it, over basically. there in Germany as it was over here? Stricter. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot stricter. Like, the masks as well. You can't wear, you know, the the blue medical masks. Yeah. That you wear it. They've got a BFFP too. Can't wear the cloth ones. Really? Really. There were some right. people, there was, there was some like influencer chicks and stuff like that had like Diamante ones oh. that were just fucking like, <laughs> they were just worse than used. There was like chain link fence about <laughs> sort of effectively. Just like, what are you doing? But in it, it pretty. Go, man. I don't yeah. think it works, you fucking. Wear the mask, seriously. Yeah, so it was interesting. Yeah, did a lot of touristy stuff. Did you? I've never been to Berlin. Have you been to Berlin? Berlin, no. But you went about as well, Munich and all that. Went to Munich, yeah. Uh, Munich was nicer. I prefer Munich. Yeah, I've been, I've been to mm. Munich, but I've not been to Munich. Went Northern. to the Munich memorial as well. Munich calls itself the northernmost Itali- Italian city. Really? Mm. Nice. So, you're back in Bra- Brighton. Blighty now, though, aren't you? Yeah. Are you in Manchester or down in that there, Manchester London? at the moment, but London eventually. When did you start? Have you, got, have you told everyone your new job, yeah? Yeah, I, t- I told everyone on a watch long my new job, yeah, working with TalkSport, so I'll ah, be... Yeah. Uh, I won't, I'm not going to go there, but, you know. Hopefully you can. All I'm going to say is hopefully you can bring a bit of. Well, I know you'll bring a bit of logic to that channel. That's all I'm going to say. Fucking doubt it. I won't <laughs> <laughs> get you in trouble. So we'll <laughs> right. What's this shit behind me? I don't know. Hoping you knew. Well, you're his mate. He hasn't texted me for ages. Really? Ages. How long's ages? Proper ages. Really? Yeah. Like you said, she had a fucking job thing that you do with. No, I don't think so. You've not thrown him <laughs> under a bus at some point. Or has so. your mate said something and then you've got to blame for it? Well, no, it was the other way around. When you said something, you may have got to blame for it. Yeah, Rio to apologise to Phil Jones for I said. For something you said. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, right? Even I don't apologise for things you say. When I get sort of, so people say something, I say, Steve said that. I Take said, Phil Jones probably needs to fuck off, doesn't he? And he was like, you can't say that. I watched that. I remember watching it. Oh and then God. seeing the fallout, and I thought I'd got it wrong. I thought, I'm sure it was Steve that said that. I'm sure Rio stuck up for it. I, I watched it again. Yeah. It's a good way to get views because I watched it again, <laughs> like all the way through. And I was like, no. And then I see like Ollie in the press conference going out of order sort of thing. See Rio apologizing. And I'm thinking, the world's gone mad. Stephen Houston said it. Why is the whole world the, talking about something Stephen Houston said? Gaslighting at its yeah. best. Like, and I'm sitting there like, am I in trouble? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, why? Just like one rule in life that's always worth sticking by. Don't apologise for stuff Steve does. Just leave no, him to I'm it. I'm not going to either. Yeah, he doesn't. So let alone you. Yeah. But why? Like, how did all that happen? Like, it was so crazy that. Yeah. Here's what I know about the sporting director thing. Go on. About three years. Whenever Everett was getting photographed with Woodward. Remember that? I, you see, I'm crap with years and It days. happened though, didn't it? It did happen. Remember? Yeah. I want to say like 2018, but I could be about I was say five it was years, years out. Back, was it pre, well pre-pandemic wasn't it a few years yeah, before the pandemic it was pre-pandemic uh, Jose era probable mm. I think it was under Jose but I can't remember what, when it was anyway. anyone who knows get involved in the I chat I could probably go through my whatsapps and find out but in a nutshell I know um, Paddy was being offered the job by Woodward yeah. as um, director of football or I know that they, there's, they've gone through a, a, a million different names for this job, sporting director, director mm-hmm. of football, technical director, and obviously uh, Fletcher and Murta have ended up taking two of those names. Yeah. So uh, I know that it was offered to him. And at the time, uh, Paddy was saying, didn't feel like it was a real job. 
felt like it was um, someone to be a bit of a shit deflector for Woodward, which you can definitely see, can't you? Yeah. So he didn't take it. Um, he actually thought Rio was going to take it. Really? He thinks Rio had been offered he it. He was but, linked with it, wasn't it? He but I asked Rio, anyway. was he offered it? And he said no. So I've got to take him at his word for that. Mm. Um, and no, ever, ever said he thought Rio might take it. It doesn't necessarily mean Rio was ever offered it. Um, you know, it might have been like Ed had said, if you're not having it, I'll speak to Rio. And, mm. and never did, maybe, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rio said he was never offered it. So I've got to take him at his word for that. Um, but again, it, it felt like, at least at the time, it wasn't a real job, is what Paddy was saying. He goes, if um, so, Paddy was kind of involved in in keeping hold of Pogba at one point um, to a certain. Great I got that because he, he alluded to it, didn't he? And it was a, you seen them together, and you see there's obviously a mutual respect there. And it was a line off him, which was somewhat along the lines of, "I'm already doing a job," which not got the title. Of right, him, okay. Um, which he was talking about that. Um, so, <coughs> I think. I think someone like Evra or Rio being involved in, in those capacities is going to go down a bit similar to how, I imagine, I don't know the details, but you've, it all depends on the authority that they're given with the job because if it's a title with no authority, it's a waste of time. Yeah. yeah. And if, you know, if it's obviously, if it's got a lot of authority, it could be, it could be very useful. I th- knowing what Rio does as a consultant with New Era, the agency that he works for and the players. Yeah. I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, but I know he's very hands-on with play development, analysis, that sort of stuff. Very hands-on with a lot of the lads that they have there. Okay. I mean, we was there on Monday, and they were bringing him um, data sheets of some of the players that they represent, and there was like, I've seen this. So, so what I'm getting from that is, if he was to do a role, he wouldn't want to be doing it like an ambassadorial role. He'd want to do that role properly. No, but I actually think either of those roles, Joe, from observing him up close... I mean, I don't think there's anyone who doesn't know. Because that's half the battle, and it? it's the networking thing. I mean, yeah. you've spoken about this in the past, and it's like, oh, you know, an ex-legend being a, a... Yeah, we're all aboard on that. You think, well, have they got the connections for that job? Because it's not just about mm. being good at football. It's it's about, do you can you get on the phone to say, listen, I need that midfielder you've got. Let's make it happen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, and some I, people I know can, he's already good mates can. with a lot of agents, um, obviously through being an agent or working for yeah. an agency at least himself, because I'm not sure he's actually classed as an agent. He's a consultant. Okay. Um, so it'd be unfair to call him an agent. He's, um, he's obviously a, a consultant on the football side. So a lot of the players that they have, obviously got a lot of defenders, you've got Ben Godfrey, uh, Michael Keane, uh, Mason Holgate, Max Ahrens. I know he, he's hands-on with, with all of those players and, and their development and stuff like that. Um, and I know that he talks to other agencies. I know he talks to supporting directors. So f- even though people go, he's just a fucking guy that does a YouTube channel with YouTube dickheads, me and Joel, um, and you see him on BT, he's actually involved day to day way fucking more than any of you will ever realise mm. um, in doing something like this. Now, I can't speak for Paddy because I don't know what Paddy's up to. Um, but I know that knowing what I've seen behind the scenes, if it was announced tomorrow... Um, Rio's going to be, you know, why not pick a fucking, pick a title out of yeah, a hat. Like, it, it seems like it's been lot, yeah. with, uh, with Fletch and Murta. I'd be quietly confident about it, knowing who he's speaking to all the fucking time uh, and the network that he's got, not just of people that he played with and against, but the, the, the respect he's got within the game extends to, like, there's so many conversations that fly around between clubs and agencies that you'd be fucking mind blown at like, as, that, that, that's just fucking disgust, is it? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, so mm. 
I wouldn't have a fucking drama if Rio got out there. If it came out like, yeah, Rio's going to be a, 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 any sort of sporting director. And guess what? I'm clearly not going to have a podcast as of next week. <laughs> I'd be fucking cool with it. Because you know you're going to do a good job for I think you do a good job for United, yeah. That was always the question with, with Evra, like, because there's two sides to Evra. You know, went to his thing with Andy Mitten recently. And there's just a serious side. He's a very intelligent guy. Let's not kid ourselves. But there's also the, the guy who's, you know, playing the bagpipes whilst wearing one shoe. Yeah, and sucking a chicken. Off. Sucking a chicken. Yeah. Like, there's that, and you think. But do you know what though? They, they, everybody's football, like I that. Him. I do love him. Everyone's like that. Wayne Rooney, I imagine, probably fell into you know echoes of that. Not sucking off chickens and stuff, but yeah. like I'm sure Wayne Rooney fucked about a hell of a lot, and he's a good laugh. You seen Wayne Rooney getting knocked out drunk in his kitchen, yo? <laughs> but you see how he conducts himself as manager of Derby. I've been very impressive with Derby. There's very two impressive. fucking sides yeah. to him, and obviously anyone that played for United and, and won a like I know there's there's players that were peripheral fringe players that won things at United. Rio, Rooney, Evra. They were fucking integral. That's, that's different. They were yeah. fucking serial winners over multiple years and multiple trophies that started week in, week out and were integral. And I think that any of those, the the attitude you have to have to make yourself a winner on the football pitch, they're still going to want to be winners off the football pitch as well. Yeah. Um, and... No, I was fortunate enough to spend a bit of time with Evra uh, and had one of the best football conversations I've ever had. You met him, just for anyone who doesn't know, you went over to Marseille. Yeah, I was doing his socials. He flew me over to Marseille. It was pre chicken sucking off, by the way. Um, It ended when he came. It pretty much, I ended working for him pretty much the night he fucking kicked a Marseille fan in the head. Are those two things related? I'll let you decide. He came off socials. <laughs> <laughs> he when met you, next thing he's kicking people's heads in. When I'm you know what he said, I wouldn't, no, have, yeah, had, I don't, I wouldn't have advised no. against it. No, I'm, I said, I'm, kick him in a fucking head. Yeah, fair play to um, But the, um, and also, this is something that I got explained to me as well is, he was never accepted by Marseille fans because he's a Parisian. And it's almost like a man can scouser kind of yeah. thing. So, yeah. I, um, I and it's not like Wayne Rooney that came here young, stayed here for a decade and won everything. He, came, he went there old, you know, past his best, probably on a rise. He's quite, a, in, in France as well, there's all that thing, some of the French team are a little bit divisive anyway, aren't they? There's a lot of sort of backlash towards some of the French players from like the 2010 squad, which he was a part of, where because of all the shenanigans that went on with Dominic and everything else. I haven't read his book yet, I'm yeah. sure it's in there. Yeah, because apparently, mm. and, and, you know, I think that one of the issues with some of the stuff in the book was getting it approved was, was some of the stuff with the French players because there's so much going back and forth. Mm. And that squad implodes like no team in history has ever There's only them and the Dutch that implode the way like, they do. Like players getting like, I'm going home from the World yeah. Cup. I've had enough. The manager like, I'm not doing this anymore <laughs> in the middle of a tournament. And the players yeah. going, actually, you can stay, but we're picking the team. So what? yeah, okay. I, had, I, had, um, I had a fucking mega. We got stuck in traffic. Basically like the Marseille equivalent of Chester Road. Yeah. We got stuck in traffic on essentially Chester Road coming back into Marseille. He was staying at the Continental Hotel in Marseille, which was fucking. So you're in, what, you're in his car and you got stuck in traffic? We're in the back seat. Just, and I don't know if you've seen his brother. About his brother's traffic. just kind of like well a bit of a, traffic, like like, a taller, yeah. fatter version of Evra. Right. And he's massive. So in the back, you've got a taller, fatter version of Evra, me, and then Paddy in the middle. It's all shoulders, right? It's just fucking absolute <laughs> shoulder city. We are squished in. Yeah. Like, it's a 4x4, but we are squished in. And Paddy's just played. So he's hot. Like he's hot to touch. So it's fucking steamy in there and all. And we was in there for about two and a half, two and a half hours in traffic. Oh my God. I asked him everything. I asked him about Suarez, Moyes, Fergie. I yeah. uh, asked him about you know, the, the talk that he was, um, you know, I said, oh, didn't you like fucking, you know, quiz, go to the museum and like your know, quiz 
and probably chanting about he stuff. He himself, immersed himself in our history. Yeah, and he went, no, he goes, I did better than that, to be honest, because I used to take him out for lunch to Wings, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, imagine you just bouncing through Wings, and you're like, is that Paddy Everton, Bobby Charlton? That's amazing, that, No right? fucking way. You, you know what amazed me as well, Steve, was when we met him, we did that Q&A, because, like, we was fortunate enough to go and get a meme afterwards, and there was, like, a queue of people of, like, I don't know, say 30 people to meet him, and he spent a good 10 minutes with everyone. It was a long way, but I didn't mind waiting, obviously, to get to meet everyone. But he, he did, and he was so engaged and switched on and was, like, chatting to me, me born, and my dad went, and he was chatting to us all. He was, like, you know, just dead friendly and going, like, just in-depth into certain things. He was just like, well, this guy's just got a lot of time for people. You know what I mean? And When, after, I watched, um, I watched, we played uh, Victoria Setable in the Europa League. We went, I went and watched that game in his box with his brother and his agent. Um, it literally just, this. In on the wall is a picture of him doing a press up and a fucking like six foot panda teddy because <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course it is. there is yeah um, what else would you expect <laughs> so you know we, I've, won, I've gone and watched the game and we've gone under the stadium afterwards uh, got got uh, his brother's car and come and waiting there's like a red carpet entrance the Victoria coach was there see like um, fucking what's he called Oh my god, my mind's just gone blank. French player like, was a Paye, Dimitri Paye. Right. So Dimitri Paye's just like wandering around, not getting mithered, just like he was men at West Ham, wasn't he? And then there's this crowd of people, and, my, and his brother went, "Oh, that's probably him." <laughs> 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 and we get out, and his fucking mum comes and says hello, and um, and and then you know this crowd of people kind of fucking disappears, and um, that's the first time I've officially kind of like met him, even though I've been chatting on text and stuff like that. And he goes, "Oh." Where know you from? I was like, um, told you I loved you in Panacea once, <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> what, what were you doing in Panacea? I was gonna say. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> um, and he starts it's laughing. I don't know, is it something else now? It's still going. So we've it's been in there twice in my life. I've been one. Not Panacea yeah. no more, yeah. surely. I foolishly bought a round of shots in there. What? You were hitting on the lottery? Sauce, <laughs> <No. hey? laughs> Probably the only girl in there that did buy drinks, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I ended up, you know, having a chat about everything. And he spoke about United the way any of our mates and dads and uncles and that dude, like, he got it. He got it in a big way. Mm. And actually, the, a lot of things he said surprised me. I asked him about Moyes, and he was like, eh, try to protect that guy, you know, some of the things he was saying. You say to him, like, why are you saying that? So he, and I, he didn't say what but I assume things like when he's like we aspire to be like sit him should have been like we want to make what life as hard as possible for Newcastle what the fuck are you on about Shinji Kaga was that too much um, so you know there is um, we need to improve on passing shooting and defending <laughs> creating chances yeah. um, there's there's a real fucking love of football in there with him and I don't know if he's just let that funny side out far too much to be respected in football. I almost think he might need to go and work somewhere. Now, I, I know a couple of under-18s lads, I think it was Zidane Iqbal and, and people like that that I was chatting to about um, whenever when he was doing his badges and they was like, oh my God, like what a coach. Really? Yeah, like blown away by him. And he was saying he, he knew when to switch on having a laugh. He goes, he'd come in, brighten the mood up, be dancing and fucking, hey, and fucking like proper having it with you. He goes, but then if you were sloppy in training, he was fucking on you. He goes, he goes I imagine like what Rakim would have been like. Really? Just been like, look at the shirt on your chest. Not here. That doesn't happen here. You got to be better than that. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Everything I hear about that side of him, you know, yeah, get him in. What's he doing? Don't fucking care. Get him in. I'd love to see. He got it. 
Yeah. You know, you, so you get what Manchester United is all about. You don't have to be fucking born in 0161. No. You don't have to, not have to no come from fucking not. St. Mary's to get it, right? Um, you know. He got it. Cantona got it. Mm. Sounds like Cristiano Ronaldo got it looking at those quotes the other day about talking about the standards. I didn't see your video. Just quickly, was you all right with that? Yeah. I think he's... I think... <laughs> let's be honest. Fucking Karen was standing about looking this close away from him when he was doing that interview once. <laughs> That's a bit right. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Am I wrong though? No. Right. So he'd clearly been told, Oi, he's doing a fucking good job and he's only just got here. All right. <laughs> he'd definitely been told that. So he says that. That's like he's opening sort of gambit. He's get that. And he repeats that a couple of times. But Ronaldo's not shy to the news of everything that's going on around Manchester United and he him being stupid, blamed yeah. for this fucking run of form. And he's probably like, I'm not fucking taking the blame for this. Yeah. So he mentions the same word a few times, and I think that's him subtly trying to get out there. The mentality of the players ain't right. And I'm all about that. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Because I've said this before, and people may disagree, but they're not all of a sudden, oh, we've got a load of rubbish players. These are no. players that have finished second and third and, you know, are top-level players who've just not been playing very well. Uh, David Anley, I've sent you a message there, or put, uh, send me an email um, about that. Uh, I think some T-shirt stuff. Um... Lee Welch says, late to the party, but I enjoyed the hateful eight. Not his best, but still good for me. Um, Abdul Ahad says, Steve, talk about that fraud, Eric Ramsey, and why we've gone worse at set pieces since he came. Is he, is he Conor living anymore? I was talking to someone, I think me and Joe were talking about this. He was there, he's like... He's like the guy pulling people off the That guy at least do, in an effective <laughs> yeah, at least job. He's doing and I don't know a lot what goes on in the, behind closed doors at Manchester. I've got no idea, but I can see the evidence. The, the numbers is, speak yeah, for themselves. No free yeah. kicks. We've, uh, I uh, believe our expected goals from set pieces is five. Okay, but our actual goals from set pieces is fucking nil point, innit? Yeah. So, and there was like a little bit of fanfare, wasn't there, when this kid came in? It's like, hey, Ramsey, he's respected. He was at Chelsea, came from or wherever he was. I can't remember where he came from. He came from somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. He's going to, you know, set piece coach. And we think, oh, yeah, we can add a few more goals for our set pieces. We'll be, tell you what, could be the difference between that second place and first place. It can. 30% of goals is winning at set pieces. Well, not for us, it isn't. It's well, obviously not. Yeah, yeah, zero percent of our goals. Yeah, it's yeah. like the it's thing so is though, you, you it'll average out as well. So we'll go on a raft of scoring set piece goals, and someone will, and the the whole internet, right? Because that's Twitter. Will be like Eric Ramsey's finally fucking cracked the code. We are back, baby. Right? In reality, it's just the the statistics returning to normal. Yeah, like things kind of even on a out. long enough timeline. Everything is. Them stats. Yeah. That's it. Like, you're never going to win 0% of your games. Yeah. Like, you'll win some games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you won't win 100% of your games. You're going to drop points somewhere. So, United are absolutely destined to score some set-piece goals consecutive games because we're so far off the trajectory for where we should be right now. I just want to ask you quickly about Ralph Randings on his press conference today. What you think about the, this, this idea, this 4 2 2 that he's, you know, obviously he's, what he's, renowned for using but one of yeah one of but I think it was a bit it's, it's probably had more attention because it's new here not many coaches and managers use that in, in England so when it was sort of suggested this is what he's going to do everyone's like oh that's interesting now he's been talking about sort of how this still striving to settle on a formation what do you make of that are you happy with that do you think he, you do have to change or do you think he should just stick to one and try and drill that into him well 
I, I love this. What time did that come out? Like two hours ago. Yeah, right. quarter to two. I've got that. I fucking record my previews at nine o'clock a.m. on a Friday morning, and they right. take all day, Joe, because of the, the animated graphics yeah, that we yeah. do. They take all fucking day to come about. And I've actually said I'd, I would change the formation. I think what we saw in the um, second half a little bit when Donny came on, he was talking about control. Considering how much of a buzzword that was for Ragnik when he joined, and yeah. how little we've actually seen any control, I actually went with a midfield free and Bruno in front of him, which essentially is a diamond. And the reason for that is, when you look at, I'm gonna get a bit nerdy on you now. So, you. there's five channels on a football pitch. You got your wings, you got your half spaces, and you got your central zone, right? When you have uh, a four triple two, by and large, your, your double pivot at the bottom is occupying the sort of half spaces a little bit. Now, I think there can be some confusion. Now, maybe that's clarified in your team instructions, but I think there can be a little bit of confusion. Which of us goes into the central zone mm. when they attack in there? Right. Which of us, do I go wide? Or, do, like, if I'm in the half space on the right, let's say I'm at Tommy, I'm in the half space on the right, <coughs> and someone comes yeah. down the right wing, that their left wing, do I go to that or do I stay here? Do I go to the middle or do I stay here? Whereas I think if you went with... Uh, a three. So the midfield I went with tomorrow would be Matic as a six centrally in the centre zone, yeah. and then Van der Beek on the left and of Fred on the left and Van der Beek on the right mm -hmm. um, in the half space. Now, if it goes down the centre, who's getting it? Matic. Matic yeah. 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 If it goes down the wing, who's getting it? One, one of those. One two. Of those yeah. yeah. So I just think. That just gives a tiny bit more stability. A bit more clarity as well. There's also, uh, and I mentioned this in the preview as well, there's also the, the line that I is, I've burned into my head from Johan Cruyff, which is never give a, a flat ball. You never give a flat ball because if it's intercepted, two people have been beat. And you always want to have, ideally, forward-facing angles. Now, if you play a six with two eights and then a ten in front of him, you've got a series of forward-facing angles yeah. and options on the ball. And I think if one of those is intercepted, let's say Matic is passing to uh, Donny van der Beek on his right-hand side, then he's in the half space, 45 degrees further up. If he passes it and it's intercepted, Matic can get over and intercept that. Yeah. Whereas if there's a double pivot and then a two and then a two and they're passing well, sideways to each other sort of thing, yeah. and it's intercepted, both of you just been beat. And then we've got the conundrum of which of the two below you goes and gets it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. so, And if both of them go to get it, you've just left space in the, in the wider areas as well. So I'm not saying that four triple two can't work. If we had Keenan Scholes, four triple two would be fucking sexual. But we don't have Keenan Scholes, I don't know if you noticed. No, I hadn't actually. I thought we did. I, I thought, thought they were still there, still, knocking about. Yeah, yeah, you know, I thought he was dominating the midfield like he used to. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see them because it's going to be a tough game. And I know they've not got McGinn, Villa, but that's a bonus for us. That is a massive bonus. Seriously, it'll be interesting to see what that little weasel does as well. He's he's eligible, isn't he? He should be. Coutinho. Yeah. And um, Dina. Dina. Yeah. yeah. So it's not looking too uh, too shabby. What's happening with you this weekend, quickly? <laughs> so I was supposed to be playing Manchester Polonia in the. We've got six league games left. Yeah. Um, we need uh, the team in second currently. We got I think we got five clear of them. Um, we need them to drop one game. Right. If they lose one game, we can just win the league. It'd be in our, back in our hands. We fucked it up before Christmas. We played like absolute shitbags. Um, but we'd have been back in our hands if we'd have uh, if they drop another game. So they dropped a game last week. Yeah already put themselves under a little bit of pressure. If they drop one more, they're in the shit. However, our opposition tomorrow, I've got COVID. So I did a bit of ringing round, didn't I, Jay? You did, got on the phone, like Brad Pitt in Moneyball. Yeah. Hey. And um, I'm playing Jolly and Lescott on Friends. 
Obviously. So it's a Premier League 11, essentially. Um, so I believe so there's a lot of friends. Sounds like the crappiest kids' program <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Charlie Lescott and friends, what? So um, it's another high level friend. We played Macclesfield last week. We got fucking dunked on 7 um, 0. Not right. Do you know what? We'd have lost if we'd have played well. Right. But we didn't even play well. Okay. So we got fucking twatted yeah. and deserved everything we got. Um, and I think tomorrow, it did, probably you, it goes did, it did give you the best story ever, though. Which it one? did the, 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 the would I lie to you story. Oh, shit, yeah. So um, <laughs> this does sound like a lie. Well, it does it? sound so, like this is just the sort of thing that I get when you're in a chat with him. He's like, so Fabrice Mwamba came to watch us. Right. Yeah. Because obviously. Yeah. Why um, not? Yeah. yeah. He's actually coming training tonight. Um, so I'll, I'll put some pictures for everyone's like, what are you on about? I'll put some pictures on from training tonight, right? So uh, Fabrice came and watched us and he's going to be doing a little bit with the club um, and he's an absolute fucking lad. We're going to be helping him with his YouTube channel a little bit. Um, so Fabrice came to chat to us about that and we went upstairs. The kit man said to us from Mac, oh yeah, just go across the pitch and then go in that right-hand door and then up the stairs and then just fucking sit down wherever you want. So we did that. Yeah. And then we got thrown out of there because that was a VIP bar. Um, so baggers, you know baggers. Baggers sent us a fucking do the, would I lie to the you Bob Marto thing. Yeah. Like, would I lie to you? I once got thrown out of Robbie Savage's VIP bar with Fabrice Mwamba. <laughs> what you said? I was like, I was catching up. I was like, what is going on? This um, is another day in the life. So yeah, so tomorrow, I I believe I know who the eleven most of the eleven are because I know um, for some time, Lescott has been playing. Um, like seven asides at pits, and it's like I don't know if these are I'll available or not. Um, the players that they usually play with him usually is like Stephen Ireland, Chris Eagles, uh, Alex Bruce, Paul Rautrubka, people like that sort of thing. We're gonna get a fucking shoe in, aren't we? Yeah. The only hope that we've got is they shouldn't be quick. No, I mean, it's, mm. yeah. It's, and but I think but like, not, getting not, the ball off them. They're not old, old, are they? Like the, the, the like thirty nine. That's I what I mean. It's like when Jermaine Defoe played at the UNICEF game. And it looked unreal. Yeah, he was just scoring every time he got the ball. <laughs> yeah. It was like 7-5 and he scored all seven. I think Mark Wright even played with him. <laughs> like, so I have no idea what 11 is going to turn up tomorrow. Um, so where's that? Can people go down So it's at Nichols, it? it's free entry. Um, it'd be three o'clock kickoff. So if you want to watch that and then go watch United afterwards, we're away out with tomorrow. Yeah. Um, crack on and do that. I think it'll be a defeat. <laughs> but ultimately... Um, we're working on some stuff in training in terms of playing through the thirds and, and movement um, as we play out and stuff like that. So I want to work on that and working it out against essentially what's, you know, some of these fuckers are going to have won the Premier League. I know Lescott obviously has, but some of these players oh, have like lifted the Premier League oh. and they're still in their 30s. This is going to be well hard, um, if not impossible for us to do. But again, like I said, after we played Mac last week, I'm not here to just fucking beat a load of dickheads from Atterley 10-0. Like... I might as well give ourselves challenges that yeah, are... Yeah, be challenged. And it's, it's actually good to see. You know, how good is a 39-year-old former Premier League centre-half? Probably mint. Like, our, uh, our centre-forward's an Everton fan. And I was like, you're not going to see the ball tomorrow. Yeah. So you ain't going to get a fucking sniff against him tomorrow. So you might as well play off him. Just go and play in the house base, because you ain't yeah. going to get... And, and I said, if any of my lads put... If, it, if it's Alex Bruce and Lescott centre-half, I said, if any of you fuckers put a cross in at Ed Eye, you can just fuck off. Because we're not even <laughs> attempting this, are we? Are we fucking serious? <laughs> Lescott, like, we bag on Lescott as a City player, don't we? But let's have it fucking right. Someone paid 40 million quid from at one point, didn't they? Like, like, the, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like you say, there's a good, the good players, they're not that old. It's not, not like they're totally 73. Not totally over the hill already. Yeah, yeah of course. It's not, not like 50, is it? No, no. so yeah, you've got your work out there. I'd be interested yeah. to see what We're going to get a fucking bum out of it. Well, you up to Andrew, where are you watching a match? 
I'm not doing anything as exciting as that. I'll probably just be watching the you mean, You're not playing football against Julian Leskett and Steve No, Ireland. I'm Pathetic. not. I feel, yeah, I'm, I hey, feel like, yeah, I've not, really do, I've not really done enough this weekend, have I? Um, you know, just be watching it at home, chilling out. Nice one. Uh, Suresh Atavali says, genuinely worried about playing at Villa tomorrow, especially with the Coutinho debut. Hopefully we see Donny Tellez and Cavani play tomorrow. I'm not worried about Coutinho. <laughs> no? <laughs> Has anyone seen him play recently? Like, it's not been absolutely groundbreaking. No. Um, That's got to be the most ridiculous mm. transfer ever. Not. We were looking at the, the, um, ones, the Barcelona one. managers that have signed former uh, teammates. We were looking at different ones, like Thierry Henry signing Cesc Fabregas, and after three games, he got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Xavi obviously Ollie. bringing back Ollie Danny Alves. The obvious Ollie. one. Yeah. Um, Roy Keane, yeah. Kieran Richardson. Uh, oh, he did loads. Uh, yeah, he brought quite a few. It's like Johnny Evans, oh, fucking well back. Yeah, uh, Simeone brought Fernando Torres back. They apparently did play together. But then obviously they ended up absolutely hating each other. Simeone did a press conference and they said, oh, will you have Torres back next season? Because he was on loan. He's like, no. And they well, had to go to the oh, owner's sorry. house to like sort it out. And Torres wanted an apology. He didn't give it him. But they've mended fences because obviously Torres has gone back there coaching the under 19, so right. they kind of had to sort it out. But There's, yeah, it was interesting. There, there was rumours, that Coutinho and Jared didn't get on. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how true those rumours are. We'll, 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 so, I mean, I know you well, can Jared looks like someone that he's to get hold of. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, Derek Best, happy birthday, Jay. Have a cold one on me. By a cold one, obviously, a Pepsi Max Cherry. Have a good <laughs> one. Thank you, brother. Uh, KZCV Music also says, Jay needs to shave house in for a Manscaped bet. Not on your Nelly. There's no, no amount of money in the world that'll have us doing that. Um, right, you know where to find Stephen House? No disrespect, brother. Uh, you know where to find him? Go and check him out at Nichols. That's in... Um, Ardwick. Ardwick. Costa Ardwick. Ardwick. Hey, go and check that out. You know where to find Angelino? World, it's on yeah. mainstream now, aren't you? Talk sport, Talk sport, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's left all those little people behind. Um, so make sure you go and follow those guys. Um, you know where to do as well. You know where to do. You know what to do as well. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Let's get to 700,000 subscribers by the end of the season. With your help, we can do it. We're back tomorrow with the watch along. It'll be me, Joe, I think James, going to have Andy, going to have Maka, going to have him. Giving them the reactions as well, so make sure you're checking them out. This has been The Brew. Well, we did get to the bottom of it, didn't we? You said Reservoir Dogs. You said, what was your favourite Tarantino film? I can't remember. <laughs> Kill Bill, wasn't it? Yeah, Kill Bill. Kill Thank Bill. You. Man was Pulp Fiction. So yep. We sorted that one out. Thanks for watching. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.